0: Patrick, what is
1: that? Ugh, oh, it sounds like we're at the beach, but this doesn't feel like the coast of Marseille. It really doesn't. No, I wonder where we are. Oh, oh, my! Okay! Yeah! Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm feeling
0: some Havana daydreaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big old city was such a lonely place oh, yeah.
1: Very easy Very so easy, easy.
2: Hustle all day and dream of the islands and sea.
0: This might be the easiest thing I've done all week. This is a lot easier <laughs> than <laughs> anything I've ever
2: done you came me oh my
1: god this is a strawberry daiquiri of a song I'll tell you that much
2: I Virgin He's strawberry This
1: is a virgin. No one's <laughs> drinking to this music. No, no, no. No, no, no absolutely no. everyone is.
2: Flying so high we ride on This is
1: the kind of music that you don't know exists if you aren't drunk. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Pearhead Podcast. I am Ryan Middledorf.
1: I am Patrick McDonald. This is your podcast for all things Jimmy Buffett. And today is a very special Buffett Buddies and or Talkin' Trop. Yeah, we're not quite sure. We're not quite sure, so we're going to probably call this Buffett Buddies. Yep. Uh, I'm saying that purely out of the idea that there are some Trop rock purists, and I don't want to get in any arguments. Absolutely. I believe this, we're talking about Bertie Higgins today. Yeah. His album, Just Another Day in Paradise. Yes. It is a beautiful rum soaked (laughs) delight. (laughs) It truly transports me, I think, to a past life. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I lived. No, no. I see these flashes when I'm listening to this music, and I'm like. Where did I come from? You know, like, what? what is that I in get my brain?
0: Very specific beach bum vibes from
1: this. album. Oh, absolutely. Which we'll discuss because he's in the movie Beach Bum. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh. Uh, it's a really. Yeah, but we don't. So right off the bat, if you feel like he's one thing or the other, if you feel like he's a Buffett contemporary or if he's a trop rock yep. um, artist. Because we don't consider Buffett Trap Rock. We consider him no. golf and western. Yes. So we don't know if, because this could potentially make him the father or founder of Trap Rock.
0: That's what I've seen a couple people say. People do say that. Yeah. Okay. Because he's been around since the, I mean, a long, long time, right? A while. Which makes it tricky because who's to say that Bertie was, like, I, I think that Trap Rock is music, musicians that were directly inspired by Buffett and Buffett style of music right
1: that is how I see it as well yeah
0: you know yeah and if Birdie came around the same time you know I, I don't know if if that would be considered Trop or Buffett buddies
1: yeah we don't we we can't know for sure because we are not good at research we've just <laughs> 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 we know this this is a thing that is a constant in our podcast so uh, if you have any opinions please let us know I mean he ha- I guess he has an album in 99 called Trop Rock. Okay. Birdie. So that oh, could
0: just be an ode to the genre. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. We just don't want to, I just don't want to pinhole, pigeonhole him, pinhole him. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> pigeonhole him.
0: Because like the, the Trap Rock genre uh, is filled with a bunch of devoted fans. Yeah, and like you said, we don't want to piss anybody off.
1: Yeah, we're being conservative here. Yes. Um. So feel free to sound off, Parrothead Pod on Twitter, ParrotheadPodcast at uh, gmail dot com is our email address. That's it. Um. So yeah, Ryan, uh, what's going on in your life? How are you doing? Well, I'm trying to figure out this mic right now. Oh, yeah, we'll hold on for this microphone. Uh oh.
0: How's that? It okay. gets good, and then it, it gets, gets fuzzy. It gets good, and then it gets bad. I don't know what's going on. My life is great. (laughs) Great, great. My life is good. Um, Yeah, things are nice. This week, Uh, uh, well, something happened last week that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Yes. Uh, Olivia and I took a trip up to Sequoia National Park.
1: Very nice. It
0: was gorgeous. It was so nice. It was hot. It was very hot, which is not the type of... uh, 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 type of environment I like to visit a national park in I like it to be a little cooler yeah yeah especially when you're surrounded by pine trees and stuff like that of course Um, but it was really nice have you ever been there
1: never been to Sequoia it's huge on my list I'm a huge national parks fan you I gotta wish go. that I could go I know I need to go maybe I'll make a trip like just like you did we saw some trees that were uh, I
0: think the oldest tree we saw was 1700 years old wow crazy humongous
1: jeez Louise
0: yeah this is the I believe this is the park where they have a tree that you can draw. no no that, that's up north. Is that Redwoods? It's yeah. Red, Redwoods. They also have some, they have, they have a tree that you can walk through. Whoa. But it was closed because of COVID. So like some things you yeah. couldn't do, but we were able to drive through with the dogs and it Whoa. was super fun. They, and call really tra- nice.
1: they call that tree the famous coughing tree, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You can't go through the coffee tree. No,
0: no, no. And then they have the kissing tree, and then the licking tree. The licking all tree, of all of yeah. those were closed. Sneeze tree. Yeah, the sneeze tree. Uh, oddly <laughs> enough, That one was still open. Oh, okay, you didn't go, there, did you? Did not go. Okay, there. good. No, 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 good. no, no, no. Very
1: good. Very good. Yeah, yeah. So we that drove. That was wonderful.
0: We went to Sequoia, took the dogs. Um, it was just a really, really nice,
1: enjoyable little trip. That's awesome. Yeah. What a blast. Yeah, yeah. It was good. How about you? You know, I don't know. I've, to me, this might have been one of those lost weeks to COVID. You know, we don't really. Oh, know. sure. I did take a test, a COVID test. And I went, I, I'm, I'm, I'm positive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did, did, was it the antibodies? It test? was not the antibodies just test. The just a regular test. Just see if I have it. But as of a couple of days ago, I don't have it. Well, that's good. So that's good. That's encouraging. Um, uh, I went through the. Uh, they're doing them at. Uh, Dodger Stadium. Yes. So I did the, have you done the Dodger Stadium one yet? No, but there's a crazy long line, isn't there? There was, but I went right in the morning. So okay. my recommendation is if you're going to get one of these tests, pick the first p- available appointment. Yes. So that you can go early. Uh-huh. And so that there is no time for the line to accrue. Yeah. Um. Uh, so it, what
0: time did you get there?
1: 10 a.m. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. That okay. That was the first time. So it was really nice. Uh, It was a, a, the best time. I had the best time. <laughs> No, uh, it was I pretty fast. It took me about half an hour. I have not, I've
0: not gotten a COVID test yet. Okay. What, what, what does it entail? There are a couple different versions of yeah, it.
1: Yeah, so this is like the swab where you have to like pull up. What's crazy is you have to like cough three to five times in order to like produce saliva. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's so strange. Oh. So you have to like do that, and as I was doing that, I almost like threw up in my own. Car. <laughs> too much <laughs> coughing. <I don't laughs> cough too much. Um, oh, and you're not supposed to drink anything 20 minutes before or eat anything. And so was, how are you
0: supposed to produce any saliva whatsoever? <laughs> you just have it. the driest mouth. You're supposed to cough,
1: which is the wow. thing you do if you have COVID. <laughs> so it was like, really? And then I was so scared because I feel like I hurt my chest coughing oh, oh no. the whole day. So I was like, maybe I do have it because my chest hurts. Yeah. I didn't end up having it. Uh, but uh, yeah, don't drink coffee. I was like sitting in line listening to... A podcast about housing segregation. Uh-huh. And uh, of course, I uh, was drinking coffee. And then I saw that sign and I was like, uh oh, can't Uh-oh. drink coffee. Uh-huh. And so then I drank some water, which okay. you're not supposed to do either. <laughs> it was a big panic moment. Yeah. I tend to do things wrong. So <laughs> it was a big moment for me. Well, I'm glad to know that you don't have COVID. Yes, That's it's exciting. exciting. Very exciting. Um, uh, yeah, other than that, it's been a pretty normal week. I'm back to biking. Yes. I, I will not let my uh, accident be my yeah, downfall how, how are you feeling i'm feeling pretty much completely recovered that's good pretty full that's yeah, good yeah
0: yeah yeah uh speaking of biking a couple days ago um we're we're going to mammoth in about a month Ooh, i a love little, mammoth little camping vacation that's so fun uh fingers crossed we're still able to go yes um but everybody in the family uh, has a bike except for me and i was like oh that's okay i'll just like walk the dogs or something like that it's yeah. cool and then uh, Olivia's mom on Friday surprised me with a bike. Yay! She bought me a bike. So oh, i amazing. got I've got a nice like uh, like Schwinn bike in the oh, back. Oh,
1: that's amazing. Oh, I want to see it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so we'll have to go.
0: We we can go bike riding when it's let's go together.
1: Yeah, when it's not a hundred and three degrees. When it's a degrees. little cooler, we'll do some beach biking. Maybe oh, we I can love that. bike. Uh, do a little potting on the beach and then Ooh, we'll yes. keep going. I love that. It's love so that. fun. I know. I I uh, I'm a huge proponent of it. Is it? Did you get a cruiser? Does it have controls on it? Does it have? Um, it
0: it ha- has gears on it. Good. Um, good. It's, That's what it's
1: they're
3: it's called. Gears. Gears. Controls. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: oh
3: my god. Uh,
0: it's got like it's got big tires, so it's gonna be good for okay. for up in Mammoth. All um, yeah, yeah. Good, I'm good, excited. Good. I have not. I realized when I got it, I was just very, very excited. I, I hopped on it right away, and I realized I've not ridden a bike since I was, like, a kid,
3: probably.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what. When I first, I first got a bike maybe four or five years ago when I was living over in Los Feliz, my old boss gave me one of his old bikes, uh-huh. and I rode it around for maybe a quarter of a mile, and then I had to stop and guess what? Throw up. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that was the height of my unhealthiness <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Um. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was like so out of shape that I couldn't ride this bike at uh, all. Oh, no. It was crazy. But now I, you know, do like 25 miles or so. That's so awesome. I'm, I'm okay now. But it, it takes a minute to get used to again.
0: It does. I rode around on it for probably like... 20 25 minutes, I was exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so tired. I was surprised.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it really takes a lot out of you. It's that full cardio. Yeah, and depending on the hills you go on, depending yep. on you know where you're where the terrain is. And Mammoth, are you guys going to do the thing where you take the ski lift or the gondola up to the top of the mountain and then you yes. can bike down? Are you guys going to do that? I don't think so. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. It sounds,
0: I saw people do it when we le- went last year. Yeah, and it just looks so scary to me. Oh my god. I like biking on a road. Yes. I like biking on a nice flat surface. Okay. Um Understood. the idea of mountain biking down a mountain yeah. does not sound enjoyable no. to me. No.
1: No. Nuh-uh. It seems like really scary. Yeah. Losing control. Yeah. Yeah. I it don't seems know even that.
0: scarier than like skiing or snowboarding, which is yes. already scary.
1: Skiing is already scary. You have to learn how to ski before you know what fear is. That's my <laughs> yes. theory about skiing. <laughs> I've been skiing a handful of times. Loved it, but so scary. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. You just can't consider that it could kill you because yes. it easily could. Oh my God. If anything has. goes the wrong way. And it has. Yes. It has killed me. I'm dead. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot to deal with, but that sounds so much fun. Yeah. It's going to be great. I, I, I'm, I'm looking be... forward to it hoping for uh positive outcomes thank you very much uh, in this country yes regarding disease <laughs> <laughs>
0: For those uh, that, uh, that that want to know, we are uh, outside today. We're still doing social distance recording. Yep. We're both kind of punchy today because it is 103 degrees. 103, and I biked here. You biked here. So you yeah. were already like, you were already sweaty when you got I here. I was
1: already sweaty in an embarrassing way. <laughs> I am self-conscious about looking sweaty. That's the thing about me. Are you? It is. <laughs> It doesn't stop me from almost always looking sweaty, but it makes me self-conscious, and I want to let you know I'm aware of it. Okay, great. And that's all I had to tell you. Oh, good. (laughs) I don't know why. That's a long-standing thing. I think because I sweat a lot because of probably some sort of undiagnosed anxiety.
0: I don't think I've noticed you ever sweat that much, though. Oh, good. I'm constantly thinking about it. But now I'm going to think about it all the time.
1: (laughs) Please don't call me Sweaty Patty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it just chases me around. Oh, boy. Um,
0: uh, should we dive into some Buffett news?
1: Oh, let's dive into a little bit of Buffett news. We Ryan. have something
0: fun to discuss.
1: We do. Is this my article? This is this
0: is your. It yeah. is
1: so exciting. I found an article on, uh, it's called Inside Hook. It's a website. Great. Uh, I'm not quite sure what they do. It seems like to be like out of an entertainment, arts entertainment, um, lifestyle uh, website. But there's an article on it called why gen z loves jimmy buffett Hmm. and i'm i'm guessing it's because of the tiktok i don't know (laughs) gen
0: z gen z is the current like like yeah 13 14 the zoomers yeah
1: the the it's current like uh to college Oh, okay. So it's okay. like people that are in college as well are the gen, gen so like, 18, Z. To like 18 to like early twenties, 18 to early twenties. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, uh, I think the youngest millennial now is 23 or 24. Got it. Got it. Um, okay. Let me see. Let me see. L- millennials. Millennials age. Yeah. The youngest, uh, 22 to 38. So that's what a millennial currently is, which means that college students are the zoomers. Gen Z. And we have an article right here. I'll read a little bit of it. Jimmy Buffett was the first musician I was ever aware of as a child. Oh, this is by Kayla Kibbe. Okay. Uh, The second was Britney Spears. But while I recognized Britney as a celebrity, a public figure of mass appeal, Jimmy Buffett had held such an inescapable presence in my life from birth that he felt more like some kind of omnipresent entity with whom I was personally connected like my parents or God or Santa Claus. I get that. Me too. So,
0: so hard. This is really
1: it. Spawn of Parrot Heads who spent the 80s tailgating at Buffett concerts where they built their very own coconut telegraph and hosted each other with beer-filled parrot-shaped squirt guns. I was born into Jimmy Buffett fandom. This is true of many of Buffett's millennial and Gen Z fans. And yes, he has them. This article is incredible. This is it. While the septuagenarian who released his 30th studio album last month at the age of 73, maybe the boomer Taffy Broadesser-Akner has credited with embodying a laid-back counterpart to the Yuppie generation, his popularity continues to prove generationally transcendent. Baby Buffett fans called Keats, like parakeets, yep. may often be grandfathered into the fandom by their Parrothead parents, as one college-age Buffett stan told Leah Prince Valley for vice back in 2017, but there's more to the Buffett fan base than boomers dads, a boomer dads and Hawaiian shirts. Um, The biggest misconception, this is a quote. The biggest misconception of the brand is that it is just for older people from like 50 and up who are entering the next chapter in life says Christian, a 23 year old Buffett fan who says he's been a full blown parrot head since 18. Wow. I know indeed. While businessman Buffett's Margaritaville empire, includes a chain of retirement communities built to nurture aging parrotheads through the next chapter. It also features a campus ambassador program for co-ed Keats, ready to spread their wings at Margaritaville University. Yep, yep. We all know that. to Garland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, skip down a little bit. Uh, Zach, 19, a 19-year-old Margu ambassador at the University of Michigan who says he was introduced to Jimmy Buffett in the womb echoes those sentiments, waxing a bit of, uh, poetic about Buffett's capacity to unite fans of all kinds. Part of my love and fascination with Buffett is that people of completely different age ranges, colors, and creeds and backgrounds feel a very unique yet similar feeling when they hear his music, he tells Inside Hook. I think the Buffett fandom is a beautiful representation of the human race. We're similar in far more ways than we are different, he adds. These kids... Ooh, they get it! They get it. It's the future of our, our, our whole world. I love um, that. It's really, really wonderful. Uh, the article goes on and on and on. It's truly a very, very long um uh full expose uh i'll jump for a little bit uh into uh this one part about uh uh analyzing um the death in his music (laughs) which is what they got into it gets dark oh my god um the specter of death looms large over much of buffett's mammoth discography the subjects of his songs who we are often though not always encouraged to read as buffett himself know that they are living as well as we are on borrowed time. They go to Paris seeking answers to life's great existential quandaries only to watch the summers and winters scatter like splinters while 45 years vanish before their eyes. They watch helplessly as the days fade away and finally disappear, knowing that they too are destined for the same fate. They are poets who live before their time and die in obscurity. They are over 40 victims of fate who get drunk and stay drunk for over two weeks as the threat of middle age looms on the horizon. But Buffett's near-constant awareness of death does not seem to be marked by fear or despair. After all, as he told us himself more than four decades ago in a seemingly breezy ballad, when I do fall, I will be glad to go. Wow. (laughs) It's like, this is a beautiful article. That's so Um,
0: good. It makes me so happy. I'll tweet
1: this out so you can read the whole thing, but its I'm honored to have read this article. Uh, Kayla Kibbe. Yeah, how, um, how, how old is Kayla, does she say? We do not know. I can't. Oh, let me see. Let me see what it says about Kayla. Kayla is an Inside Hook staff writer. She previously worked at Esquire, and her writing has appeared in publications including Brides, Health.com, Your Tango, and more. She covers news, advice, entertainment, and relationships. We don't know how old she is. Okay. She keeps herself pretty close to the hip. Wow. Um,
0: that's amazing. That makes me very happy, though.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because
0: that, oh, that's how you and I got into Buffett. Exactly.
1: It's incredible. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll end it with with her ending. The mortality in Buffett's lyrics is what makes them immortal. Uh, Buffett fans today make the same promise their predecessors did decades ago. They'd rather die while they're living than live while they're dead. To live the Jimmy Buffett lifestyle is to never stop searching for that elusive shaker of salt, to get drunk and screw while you can, because every margarita, every cheeseburger in paradise could be your last someone said
0: more about buffett in one article than we have ever said in four years (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) absolutely that's amazing that's great nailed it yeah and
1: and, and it's such a cool three-dimensional look at him yeah and i think it's uh really beautiful too because i think they do recognize like the younger generation recognizes mortality and the seriousness of the state of the world more than i think we did when i was a drunk for college sure. kid, absolutely didn't know what was going on. I, you can feel like, and I read a lot about that, about movements and people that you know. Uh, the most of the big civil rights movements, you know, in the '60s, and usually every time, even before that, it's all started by college students. Yes. Um, and college students right now are leading the charge as well. As well what's going on in our country? I,
0: I think that you and I grew up and you know were are in high school and college during uh, a a time where there wasn't. It, 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 like th- things were still, you know, not great, but things weren't terrible. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, uh, uh, and I feel like now, you know, every single day there's something happening. I
1: mean, it is. The wheels have fallen off. Yeah. Is, we're skidding into the ground. Yes. I mean, it's truly crazy. I also think that what, when we were in college, was like the Great Recession and the uh-huh. housing crisis and all that stuff. Right. And that wasn't affecting uh college kids as much as it was affecting uh people homeowners sure and so sure. we weren't homeowners right so it wasn't really something that was on our radar
0: but it's also like there's also something sad about it too like it's great that people get involved and it's you know super important but it also forces kids to grow up a lot faster it than does. they probably should you yeah, know what i mean yeah
1: I definitely feel like I've aged like 45 years in this four months. Oh yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it feels like the movie cocoon. Like, I feel I like I'm this, this like old man in a young body. Yeah. Right. The body <laughs> ain't even that young anymore. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah.
0: But you know, because like, I mean, when I, I remember where, like when I was a kid, I, I didn't really have to think about things, you know, like that were that intense, yeah. but now kids have to learn about COVID and, kids are learning about uh systemic racism and stuff like that and it's just like all these heavy things that i don't think i comprehended when i was younger no you know certainly not that are now just a part of society yeah It's just a part of the day to day.
1: It's part of the conversation every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's amazing. So shout out to our Gen Zers. Shout out. Like that's going to lead to a much
0: better, you know, future for them, which is great. Yeah. absolutely. Because now, like, you know, here we are not knowing much when we were younger and now we're kind of dealing with a lot of the ramifications of
1: that. Exactly. And we have more things for us to look back on and be like, well, I should have done that better and I should have done that better and I should have. Yep. Saved or been prepared for an emergency or yep. been looking out for certain things that I didn't realize were dog triggers or microaggressions or yep. whatever dog whistles. Sorry, not dog triggers. <laughs> dog triggers. <laughs> a dog dog a, controls. Dog holding a gun. <laughs> Um, you gotta watch out for dogs holding guns. That's just it's something the scariest that, thing. It's really scary. Very scary. Um, but uh, yeah, if if you are a, a Gen Z fan of ours, in some crazy twist of fate, <laughs> uh, let us know. Uh, reach out to us. Tell us uh, your thoughts on Jimmy Buffett and how you got here. I know we have a lot of young Buffett fans who listen to us, and I yes. we love you. We love all of our fans. We do. Um, but uh, yeah, we I, I I get a lot of articles or kind of emails and tweets from people being like yeah i didn't know anybody else listened to jimmy buffett we're out there so come I, say hi to us
0: i'm in the process right now of setting up a voicemail for us you are yes <gasps> so in the next couple of weeks probably you'll be able to call and you know say your piece about jimmy buffett that
1: is so exciting
0: very fun oh my god i can't wait for that very very fun
1: what does that even entail uh, a Voicemail.
0: it's not that hard <laughs> 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 it just, okay. it'll just take me like
1: 20 minutes okay great (laughs) yeah well i love this well it's hard you know when you got 20 minutes i understand it yeah 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 yeah. well that's great that's exciting it's good so that's our buffett news for the day i love it i Um, love it uh ryan uh let's move on to our uh what we're listening to this week in our repertoire plus buffett plus birdie yes what else are we listening to ryan
0: so i i i started feeling uh nostalgic For music that I listened to when I was like in high school. Okay. And in high school, high school was around the time where I started sort of uh, looking for things that weren't Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Because up until that point, all I heard was Jimmy Buffett. What I used to do was go on Amazon and I would find used CDs... And I would buy the used CD of, like, a band that I knew I liked. And then I would go to uh, the also purchased by section. And I would buy, like, random used CDs. And I would get CDs for, like, you know, 50 cents, $2. Like, very cheap. That's how I learned about, like, uh, The National um, and a bunch of other bands was just through going through these, like, used section of Amazon. Whoa, that's smart. It, it worked out really well because I found a lot of good music and one of the bands that I found uh, is this band called, let me get it right, oh yeah, okay, it's called Brian Scary and the Shredding Tears. Oh my gosh. Have you ever heard of these guys? No, not at all. Okay, they're very cool. Okay. They're very cool. Brian I know, Scary and the Shredding Tears, this is a wild card. It's a wild card. They're very cool. They have, their most recent album was in 2008. Eight. They had an EP in 2009, and that's it. Wow. Uh, the album is called *Flight of the Knife*. Okay. And I don't even know how I would describe it. Really, just like, it's, it's like angsty indie almost. Yeah. Um, there's another band that I think I played on the show before called uh, Mount St. Helens Vietnam Band. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> they were kind of similar. Um, but this was one of those albums that I just tracked down and fell in love with and started listening to. And uh, this song is called Imitation of the Sky.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, Brian's scary in the shredding tears. Yeah, man. Was? Okay. That's Hell it. yeah. Hell yeah. Let's give it a listen. Let's do it. Oh, this is very, very Ben Folds. Yes. Huge. I was a huge Ben Folds fan. Same. Woo! I love this. (laughs) Good. the whole the whole
0: album is just like uh just a fever dream it's so crazy it's so it's, good it's like ben folds meets flaming lips kind of
1: yeah 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 <laughs> it's really really good it's and is so it
0: british fun. is that guy british i think i think he is he's I think gotta he be. Is.
1: say their name again brian
0: scary and the shredding tears oh my gosh
1: that's it i love them <laughs> <laughs> Brian's, are you listening to them again pretty consistently
0: yeah well th- just this just album that, one,
1: that album because <laughs> that's album. all you knew that's
0: all well that's all I got. <laughs> Oh, They're a
1: one-and-done baby. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. Well, but they really did it. They you know what really I mean? did it. Good for them. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, as you know, July-sley. it's Lee brother. <laughs> we're, we're, we're continuing Lee Brothers July. I love it. Um. Uh, the Isley Brothers, I'm enjoying them very consistently through all of July. Something they do, which we've already discussed with their version of Summer Breeze. Yeah. But it feels very targeted to us that they pick these kinds of songs that were contemporary at the time but very specifically in the kind of reflective folk, easy listening, they probably literally went through the easy listening charts (laughs) and they did their own version of a lot of these songs. And I, it feels like there was a very directed, specific point in doing that. Yeah. and it, because they just blew these other covers out of the water. Sure. So uh, today I have sent you their cover of Fire and Rain oh. by James Taylor. Oh my god. Um, so this is the Isley Brothers uh, for July Isley Brothers Isley Brothers July um, and uh, this is their cover of Fire and Rain. Oh, I love this. I love this.
2: <laughs> oh, see you again. It's so
3: good.
1: Oh, yeah. I
2: always
1: thought. I They did their own thing in the beginning. I uh. always Kinda like, is this the same
2: song? <laughs> Don't I see oh, I see hell yeah. <laughs> see Just yesterday morning They let me know you were gone <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> Susan, the, the plans they made put an end to you I walked out this morning
1: to the last Girl, 30
3: I seconds.
1: Yeah. let's jump to the last 30 seconds. We always got to hear the last 30 seconds of an Isley Brothers Hell stand. yeah. good
0: one right oh that's really good (laughs) it's
1: it's amazing what's funny about that is that it makes me realize that that song is about sorrow and pain and loss yeah uh but james taylor's version of sorrow and pain and loss is so quiet and introspective and this one is more uh visceral and active and uh Expressive, yeah, yeah. It's I think it's amazing. That's so good. Ooh, I love that. I'm a big fan of July Jelisley Brothers. Jelisley Brothers, we're having a blast <laughs> here in July. It's Jelisley Brothers. Oh um, man. So that's my submission for this month. Love this it. Week. Big fan. Big, um, yeah, big fan. Huge fan. Uh shout out. Uh if you're uh got a July uh Isley Brothers suggestion, uh feel free to let us know. <laughs> uh, always tell us what you're listening to also. ParrotheadPodcast at gmail.com, ParrotheadPod on Twitter. You know the friggin' deal. Hell yeah. Hell
0: yeah. Hell yeah. Well let's talk about just another day in paradise by Bertie Higgins, nineteen eighty two. Ten songs, forty minutes.
1: Oh my gosh! So, Bertie Higgins himself. Yeah, some very interesting stuff I wanted to talk about before. Yes. You know his his website. I don't know if you looked at it. I have. Uh, it is very. Uh, uh, you know, it's his website. He's promoting himself, <laughs> but boy, does he! <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I love someone that talks about his ancestry and like the first thing. Yes. That he. And he mentions that Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Uh, is his great-great-grandfather, who is a very famous German poet. Uh-huh. And he's actually one of my favorite poets. Really? Yeah, because he has this poem that I love called The Earl King, which is about a goblin king who steals a baby. Uh-huh. Um, so I wanted to read it right now to okay. let you know, there's just a little background to where I actually wrote a full play inspired by this poem. You did? Yeah. And it was about a, a Hollywood executive who tries to um, uh, hire a baby that he sees in the hospital for a movie and the the parents are like we don't want this and it's about this guy that's like no i need this baby i need this baby and i need him now um so this is the poem uh just to set up where birdie higgins's brain comes from you know it's inherited from this it's called the earl king Who's riding so late where the winds blow wild? Is it, the father, grasp- it is the father grasping his child? He holds the boy embraced in his arm. He clasps him snugly. He keeps him warm. My son, why cover your face in such fear? You see the elf king, father? He's near. The king of the elves with crown and train. My son, the mist is on the plain. Sweet lad, oh, come and join me, do. Such pretty games I'll play with you. On the shore, gay flowers their color unfold. My mother has many garments of gold. My father, my father, and can you not hear the promise the elf king breathes in my ear? Be calm, stay calm, my child, lie low. In uh, Withered Leaves, the Night Winds Blow. Will you, sweet lad, come along (laughs) with me? My daughters shall care for you tenderly. In the night my daughters, their reverie we keep, they'll rock you and dance you and sing you to sleep. My father, my father, oh, can you not trace the Elf King's daughters in that gloomy place? My son, my son, I see it clear how grave the ancient willows appear. I love you. Your comeliness charms me, boy. (laughs) And if you're not willing, my force I'll employ. Now, father, now, father, he's seizing my arm. Elf King has done me a cruel harm. The the father shudders. His ride is wild. In his arms, he's holding the groaning child. Reaches the court with toil and dread. The child he held in his arms was dead.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so fantastical and lovely. And then the very end, it just hits you. Yeah,
1: it's a... Yeah, it's a... Because there's a huge folklore in in the 1700s. It's a big history of changelings and goblins who steal babies. Uh Uh-huh. And they usually replace the babies Uh with... some sort of other ugly baby and then they go and raise your own baby. The real baby. Which was a weird fucked up folklore thing where people would be like my baby's acting really strange. If it Uh had a fever or if it was being sick or it wouldn't stop crying it's like someone's replaced this baby with a goblin baby and then there are parents who would like would hold the baby over the fire or something (gasps) like that. It's really fucked up and crazy. Whoa! So that's the history but that is the great great grandfather of Bertie Higgins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) It paints a glorious picture. Yeah, this is getting a little more hardcore Bertie Higgins. I know that's, like, really deep. But I needed to paint how how literary and um, uh, fantastical uh, a family he comes from. Yes, I think that's important. It makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, of course, a German translation. Yes. Um, Yeah, and then he went off and wrote Key Largo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's important. He's also in um The Beach Bum. Yes. He's singing Key Largo in one of the beginning scenes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I remember that now. Oh, that's so I funny. I know. That's so, so funny. But
0: he, he, he has been around for a long, long time.
1: He has. He has been around for a very long time. Just Another Day in Paradise came out in 1982. Yeah. So, decidedly after Buffett... Yes. His music started coming out, at least. Yes. So, we know that. Um, And uh, I think he's always been there kind of alongside. I don't know. It'll be interesting to talk about his differences and similarities to Buffett. Definitely in subject matter. Absolutely. But I think his music is a little more... um, Dramatic, I would say.
0: He's a little bit of an uh, 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 of an enigma to me. I, d- <laughs> I don't quite. I, I don't quite know where he is. I don't quite know where he's coming from. I'm glad he's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're gonna learn a little something today. We can't wait. So uh, we heard a little bit of just another day in paradise, the titular song yep. from the album. I would love to dive in a little bit to the middle and just sort of uh, see what this uh, second half of the song is doing for us. Great, great. So let's give it a listen. The same
2: Falling fast asleep like children, hand in
3: hand. It's just another
2: day in In paradise. paradise. Loving the night away till the sunrise. Seeing that I love you look in your eyes. Just another day in paradise. I woke up this morning with the sunlight in my eyes. Guess it was only a dream I hear the city outside But I look at you sleeping And honey, now I realize anywhere with you Is paradise
1: With strings! Oh yeah.
2: It's just a melody
0: Here we go. It's
3: just another day in paradise. Loving the night away till the sunrise. Seeing that I love you, look in the eyes.
2: It's just another day, day in, in paradise.
3: paradise.
0: So two two things for me. Yeah. Um, One, I'm getting strong Michael McDonald vibes. Oh, I like that. Strong, like Yacht Rocky, Michael McDonald soul kind of vibes. Yes. i getting yeah. that. Also, I'm going to throw out a theory, and I want to see if it sticks at the end of the album, so we'll, we'll kind of track this. Okay. I think that Bertie Higgins is closer to Tully Mars than Jimmy Buffett is. Wow. I'm going to tell you why. Bertie Higgins feels like a guy who would, uh, uh, he would go on vacation and just fall in love and just stay there. Yes. Right? He wants to be... On vacation at all times, he's got his spot, and that's that. Jimmy Buffett is a jet setter, right? Yeah, he, he wants to going... go here, he wants to go there, he wants to see the world. Yes. Tolly Mars, Tully, uh, at least up until the events of *Escape to Margaritaville*, yeah. is very set in his ways.
1: Well, I want to be—I want to be clear here in what we're discussing. Yes. And this is the nerdiest. Buffett thing of all time. <laughs> Are we discussing Tully Mars, the cowboy from Meet Me in Margaritaville? No, no, no. Tales from Margaritaville. We're discussing Tully from Escape to Margaritaville. That's correct. Which is a reminder that <laughs> Jimmy Buffett has two characters and two completely different things named Tully. Yes. Um. Yes. Okay. Great. Uh. Yeah. I completely agree. It feels like he's somebody that would move and stay somewhere. Absolutely. And this is like him picking up a job in a lounge. For sure, and it's him singing at the same hotel every day. He's living the Tully lifestyle. Absolutely, for sure. Absolutely. Yes, he's immersing himself in it because he takes it very seriously. Yes, it's not temporary. Nope. It's permanent. Mm-hmm. This is a permanent lifestyle change. It's not. Look at this. This is fun. This is this is my life now. This is my goddamn life. Yeah. I'm serious about this. Yeah, you smell like rum and sunscreen. <laughs> 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 You're if we ever a,
0: make an album, yeah. it's called Rum and Sunscreen
1: <laughs> Fairy <laughs> Dead Podcast Rum and Sunscreen. <laughs> and it's us just, just kind of riffing. Oh it's so it's funny. all scat. boop <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: Casablanca. Yes second song on this album. Second
1: song on the album and one of two songs that references a Humphrey Bogart film. <laughs> Let's give it a listen. All right. Oh, it's so serious. Yes. <laughs> I love it.
2: I fell in love with you watching Castle Blanca.
1: <laughs> it's so eighties too. It is so I eighties. Mean, back
2: row of the dry and show in the flickering light.
1: It's sincere. I mean it's really sincere. Yep.
2: Popcorn and cokes beneath the stars. Be came champagne and candy. Making love on a long, hot summer's night
1: Also Buffett Similarity singing about a drive-in Oh yeah
2: I thought you fell in love with me Watching Casablanca Holding hands in the paddle fans In Rick's candlelit cafe Hiding the shadows from the spot
1: Casablanca. Oh. oh, man. I lit- I feel like I've heard that song sitting in a bar, and it's really bright outside, but the light barely breaks through this dive bar. Uh-huh. And you I'm- see, like, the dust kind of flickering yeah. in the air. I'm drinking, like a, like, a Malibu and pineapple. Sure. I'm wearing a, a, a white suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating right through it, as I do, and I'm, I'm anxious about it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> self-conscious <laughs> about it. Um... And I'm just seeing some person across the bar that I, you know, kissed once. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, should we kiss again? (laughs) And also,
0: is it that person? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Is it? I can't tell. I'm not quite sure. There's not a lot of light in this bar, even though it's bright. you are a little fuzzy. Yeah, it's just such a mood setter. This is such a specific mood, and I really love it. Yep. Also, (laughs) while we're going through the
0: songs, I want everybody to picture the classic uh, uh, 80s style music video where shows someone like the, the the quarter of someone's face and then overlays another face on top of them also singing yes and then there's some sort of graphic in the background with like stars or something like yeah, that yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i want you to envision for every single song on this <laughs> album
1: because <laughs> that's what they are that's what our uh what we're gonna produce absolutely yeah uh candle dancer yes track three yep i'm getting another Lacroix for this do it Ooh, right. Ooh, you hear that pop? You hear that? That's a famous pop. That's a famous pop. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we gotta talk about famous thuds. We'll do that next week. We'll do that next week. <laughs> we got some more famous thuds. We'll do, do the next week. Let time. us know. Famous thud challenge hashtag famous thud challenge. Right. Let us know about famous thuds, and here we'll we look go. for them here.
0: Candle dancer, or oh I'm sorry, candle dancer. It's one word. Candle dancer. <laughs> I, was say, I was like, what was the
1: difference? <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Oh yeah. I love Ooh, this it. one. This one's one of my favorites. This faves. is
0: great.
2: Remember well your flashing eyes. Soft and green as key lime pie. How they filled with love when you looked at me.
1: Oh, you're getting a look right too you by got a this. famous pop. shadows
0: <laughs> upon
2: the wall at night. As you dance for me with a candlelight. Only once more I could see A candle Dancer Who my young island girl Your love was the answer It lit up my world But the candlelight is gone The fire still lingers on Give me one more chance bright the sea so blue. Somehow I thought it could never end. But here I am alone tonight, staring into the candlelight, trying so hard to pretend.
1: quite getting that you note, but I chance. think I like what he does instead. Yeah.
3: Dance.
1: It's so fun. Uh, yeah, it's really wonderful. I wanted to point out that he says that someone's eyes are green as key lime pie, <laughs> and I want to be clear that if the key lime pie is green, it's a bad key lime pie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that a really good key lime pie is a light yellow. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, (laughs) So just wanted to give a heads up It's so funny
0: (laughs) Uh, Also, I I love the lyric uh, The deja vu of days with you
1: Oh my god, (laughs) it's so good It is so, it's like delicious This music is delicious It's like luxurious and extravagant He's for sure a heartbreaker too He is a heartbreaker Oh (laughs) my gosh, I love this guy so much This is great Because it's so uh, genuine And it's so like, I, I just... I can imagine him singing at a wedding, and it just being late. Every in every instance, I'm listening to a song. I'm staring across uh, the dance floor, of the uh-huh. bar, or the bar mitzvah or something. <laughs> a person yep. that is I was in love with, but I'm. Uh, Something happened and I want to reconnect. (laughs) That's every song. And
0: I I also see Bertie Higgins as the guy where if he's playing, you know, like like, like at a wedding or something like that and like not a lot of people are paying attention, maybe a lot of people have left. Yeah. He's still giving it 110%.
1: Oh, 100. (laughs) 110%. I mean, he's nailing it. Oh, yeah. No matter who's in the audience. If it's just one person, he's just pouring his heart out for that one person. Exactly. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Up next, we have Key Largo.
1: So this would be considered his hit yes yeah this is his big uh one that most people could potentially know
0: yes absolutely Um, yeah let's give it a listen key largo here we go
1: he sang this in beach bump i keep hitting my mask with my it's awful
2: Around each other, trying so hard to stay warm that first cold winter together, lying in each other's arms, watching those old bees, falling in love so
1: desperately. Ooh, a little mandolin, a little bit,
2: honey. I was your heel. Can't you remember We played all the parts <laughs> That sweet scene of surrender When you gave me your heart Please say you will Play it again Cause I love your steel can be the end. Here comes. We had it all. Just like boggy and Beagle. Starring in our own lately show. Sailing away to Key Lago. Gosh. Here's looking, looking at you,
0: Oh my god. I Words can't describe how much I love this song. I
1: love this song so much. <laughs> it gives me so much joy. I was listening to this album again as I was biking over here today. Uh-huh. And I, this was like me literally swerving <laughs> in and out of lanes. Just like, this is... A, a dream of a oh song my God. and I pulled up the music video and I was showing it to Ryan you have to go find the music video for Key Largo it's so great it's so 80s it's exactly what Ryan was describing uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> close up shots of the face and then some uh, water in the background yep 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 uh, a woman in a sweater vest yeah. I mean I or a, not a sweater vest a sweater tied around her neck everyone's um, wearing white everyone's wearing white it is a huge hit and you have to check it out uh, this was
0: uh, Birdie's only top 40 hit uh it peaked at number eight in the united states uh spent 17 weeks in the top 40 and was certified gold <laughs> wow i know uh in addition uh it also topped the adult contemporary charts for two weeks um and it reached uh number 60 in the uk singles charts so this this did a uh, this did pretty well for him um also for 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 background on the song uh this is from wikipedia the song's lyrics plead with a lover to reconsider ending a romance the singer compares to that depicted by the stars of the 1948 film Key Largo. Yep. By uh uh Humphrey Bogart and Lauren, Lauren Bacall. Bacall. Yeah. Then that's,
1: so that's um then that's Bogart movie number two.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> uh the glamorous couple is recalled in the lyric. We had it all just like Bogey and Bacall. Yep. Uh starting in our own late late show, sailing away to Key Largo. But then he says here's looking at you, kid. Because he also draws from Casablanca in it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a little little callback. So we not referenced- quite a callback. <laughs> We referenced
1: Casablanca two times in this album. Because
0: he didn't put Here's Looking at You Kid in his song called Casablanca.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love him with every fiber of my being. He's so great. He's amazing. This is a career that I want. (laughs) This is what I want to do with my life. (laughs) <laughs> this is him. He's looking at you, kid. And you know, it's he could nail this song any time he sang it. Yeah, it's within his range. Yeah, he's just nailing it. Yeah, it's <laughs> so great.
0: He's amazing. It's so great. This this <laughs> is like my top five favorite songs that we've listened to on this show. Me too. Ever.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. It's a great song, Birdie. Thank you for everything you've done. for Thank us. you. Thank you. Thank you. But We're gonna go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, what's crazy is that what's coming up is potentially a song that I like more than Key Largo. It's very good. It's very good. This, this is a sleeper of an album. This is a sleeper of an album. If you put this on, you would have a blast. Yes. Just throw it on. I'm gonna put it on every jukebox in town. I'm gonna sneak in, I'm gonna throw the CD on, I'm gonna program a jukebox. Cause I need this everywhere I go.
0: I'd be like, how do you break into this closed restaurant?
1: <laughs> and why do you go straight to the jukebox? <laughs> Everything else was fine. The jukebox was just destroyed. I don't think he knew what he was doing. <laughs> okay, port O'Call. call Oh, my gosh, Let's port O'Call.
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: Oh, this is like a disco hit. Yes, it is. It's like a late disco. This is After Hours at the Vacation Club. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This is when you finally approach that person that you've been staring at. <laughs>
2: In hell. Just a the night. Oh my god. Just and down the I think it
1: me. The red Oh. And
2: just
3: singers
1: listen to the background go. singers going, Whoa. <laughs> I love that in the chorus. The it's so
2: good. Tied down tight, We're like looking for a bottle and a friend. That's when I saw her near Cafe Lamour, a lady flower out in the rain. She smiled at me and said, Bonjour, Monsieur. Strong to her like a moth to the flame. Here we go. Just in the part of the
1: Oh my God, it's so good. It's so groovy. It's so groovy. I believe it's um, uh, about having sex with a sex worker. Uh huh. Referring yep. to them as a port of call. <laughs> <laughs> Just another port of call. It, I guess maybe the port of call is when you go in and you, you are there for the night, and so you find someone making love beneath the red light. Red light. Yeah. Uh huh. I love it. <laughs> I love this song so much. It's so good. I think this is the one, is this the one that has the dramatic breakdown at the end? It might. Should we skip ahead? Yeah, skip ahead. There's this like uh, little like twist. A there it is.
2: A saw faded photograph. Saw faded photograph. My father and his young bride.
3: <laughs>
2: and on the back these simple words inscribed. I love you. Savannah 55. <laughs> his mother! Yes, there's no protocol. Oh.
0: Oh, my God. I'm this, telling you. This, this album gets better and better. These
1: are the, this is the type of album that makes me want to drink again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just want to be drunk to this music. And just, like, dancing and just, like, belting out, acting it out on the dance floor. <laughs> I just want to go crazy to this music. Oh, my God.
0: It's so good. Also, <sighs> I I want someone to seriously, maybe you could do this, put together, I I want to see a soap opera. Just based off of Bertie Higgins oh, music.
1: Oh my gosh. This you would could be kill it with that. It would be incredible. So good. A full soap based on the inspired by the music and life of Bertie Higgins. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it does feel very soapy in this like uh d- wonderful way. Yes. This extravagant, exciting way where it's like, I'm caught up in the drama of these characters' lives. <laughs> I love it.
0: If if we ever get the chance to do a live show, I want to talk about this album. Okay, great. We're gonna do that. <laughs> this is so fun. We're gonna
1: have everyone come listen to us talk about Bertie Higgins. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. Uh White Line Fever. Here we go. I wonder what this is about. White Line Fever <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, I know, I know. Here we go. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Got no time to play Chewing on a leaf, Feeling so young Looking twenty years older than her day Pick them and try em, Bail them in time but the jackass is going blind She's got white language feeling fine
1: Got a bad drug deal. Ooh.
0: amazing i i can see this is also being like a concept album for like like the life of like you know like a like a vacation entertainer sort of
1: yeah 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 i could see this as a biopic the birdie higgins
0: biopic yes i want to see it i want to see it too let's
1: check it out who would play birdie who would play birdie higgins currently yeah um i could see (laughs) i don't (laughs) know maybe jake johnson Jake Johnson could play Bertie Higgins, yeah. Uh huh. But I think it's gotta be a dramatic actor. Ooh. I don't think this is a comedy. No, you're probably right. <laughs> so I, I was thinking of something someone a little more like uh like Jack White. not Jack, uh what's that guy's name? Uh Ben um Whitshaw. Um he's like the guy that plays Q in the newest uh Devil seven movies. Like the skinny wiry oh, okay, yeah, British guy. Yeah. Um Ben Wishaw, that's his name. Sure. Um uh, but I think he's also gotta be a little more buff. Uh-huh. A little more No, oh. no buff guys. No buff sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> Wait, you know who it is? Who? I actually know exactly who this person is. It's uh, Matt Barry, who's the actor who's in, like, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's played Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. He was in that. Uh-huh. He's, like, a comedy actor that pl- takes it very seriously. Yes. This is him. That's so funny. This is absolutely him. Let's, it's Bertie Higgins. we got to make Barry. it happen. Okay, let's call Matt Barry and talk about the <laughs> Bertie Higgins biopic. I also wanted to bring up, I looked up his website. There is a number to call for really? Bertie Higgins no so kidding should we call it let's call it <laughs> when are we gonna call it right now you want to call the phone number let's call the see if phone birdie higgins shows up what, what okay what you it? talk to him i mean i'm nervous okay well let me find it
3: okay we had it all what does the number say
1: okay hold on let me find it I'm going to birdie uh-huh and it uh for bookings Call 615. So we're not going to book. Okay, we're not going to call. We're not going to book. <laughs> but let's still call. Well, no, we don't have to call. I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> but It's it's a number for booking? It says for bookings. Let's see contact. Let's see if there's a... So we could fill out a form. I would love if it was just a random phone number. <laughs> it, oh, yeah, just call this number, and then it's yeah. like, oh, okay. It's just for bookings. So maybe it's his agency? Oh, okay. oh yeah, it's 615 Entertainment Agency in nashville tennessee that's okay. who that goes to so they probably wouldn't pick up but we could call and see if birdie would do an, inter- an interview with us one day
0: you know what let's just call okay give me just call it's a let's sunday we'll see if they answer
1: you're gonna talk though i'm just gonna listen. okay okay got it well you're closer to the phone i couldn't even talk anymore <laughs> okay what's the number are we putting this in the episode
0: no i'll bleep it out okay uh,
1: and we can sign up for the birdies boneheads fan club I'm signing up for that right now.
0: I think it's going to go to voicemail. I
3: hope so.
1: <laughs> Hello, you have reached 615 Entertainment Agency. What are you going to say? Forty
0: years. Of Forty years. Gold wow. Gold and multi-platinum entertainers worldwide. We are currently on another line, so please leave your name and number, and one of our agents will return your call as soon as possible.
3: At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more
0: options. Hi, yes, this is Ryan Middledorf. Uh, I'm calling on uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, 2 o'clock uh, Pacific time. Um, just calling because I host a podcast called the Parrot Head Podcast where we talk about uh, Jimmy Buffett music and trap rock and things like that. And we were doing an episode on Bertie Higgins and wondering if we might be able to somehow get an interview with Bertie. I'm not sure if that's uh, possible, but if so, we would love to make it happen. Um, we can do interviews over the phone, on Zoom, uh, whatever works best, um, and whatever time frame works best, we'll make it happen. Um, again, my name is Ryan Middledorf, uh, and my number is... And you can check out the podcast, the Parrothead podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, thanks so much. Bye. Oh my
3: god! <laughs>
1: That was so exciting! You're so good at that. I do. I do voicemails very well. You're really good at voicemails. I would have been really bad. Should I leave a voicemail? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I can't. Well, we'll see what happens. Okay, we'll see what happens. That is so exciting. We'll see how much money we have to pay Birdie. I want. I bet Birdie's gonna want some money. He's gonna want some money for sure. And I understand what he's. I understand. He's a multi-platinum recording artist. He's gone gold. For he's gone, gone sake. gold, baby. But we're down to talk to him. He's been in know? the beach bum yeah i mean he has some uh, apparently some uh well no he hasn't had a show uh well he's supposed to have had a show may 23rd oh i don't know if it was canceled the florida folk festival oh um in white springs florida oh that sounds fun he i think he lives in tarpon springs i think he does yeah so there's a lot of tarpon springs events that he does um well birdie and if you're listening to this let us know we truly love you and would love to hear what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Um the heart is the hunter. Ugh. The next song. Yeah. This is a good
1: one. We know that. Let's give it a listen. Let's do it. You got to have a piano ballad. In here. You
0: got to. You could turn all of these songs into piano ballads.
1: You could, very easily. I could. <laughs> you, know, you know how I play the piano.
0: Come to
2: me now Won't you rest your life a while Girl, this is not your style Baby, it's not your way The tears behind your smile Your trembling mouth so fragile With the fears of a frightened child You've tangled up your day
3: Day Day.
2: The heart is the hunter The heart is the dove And as it lets the arrow fly It wounds itself in love The heart is the hunter, and it will capture the light again, then it's gonna learn to let it out, learn to let it
0: in. Oh, man. The heart is the hunter.
1: The heart is the hunter. That's it, baby. Romantic. Beautiful. So romantic. Um... I was just looking at Bertie's uh, YouTube uh, for the Key Largo, and I noticed that he put, uh, he edited a year ago, he edited the Key Largo music video for a comment. He added, where are my fellow beach bums at? How about that moon dog, huh? What? <laughs> Singing with Matthew was an incredible slash bizarre adventure I'll never forget. If you haven't seen it, go watch me perform Key Largo and the Beach Bum. Wow. Thank you for bringing me into your wild world, Harmony Karen. Thanks to all the Bernie's boneheads for the love and support always. BH. them Bernie Boneheads. Yeah, they, he says they're Bernie's boneheads, yeah. Bernie's boneheads. Not to be confused with parrot heads. <laughs> no. Boneheads. Boneheads. And I think that's a direct comment, I'll tell you that much. Uh but I also um definitely subscribe to the Bernie's Boneheads mailing list. Oh Which good. you can on the website. Okay. And so I'm gonna be getting a lot of birdie um updates. Amazing. And I'll share with you all of
0: them. Amazing. Yeah beautiful
3: yeah
1: it's really really beautiful
0: this is a true uh um this is this is just a shocking episode in general
1: (laughs) i can't believe what's been happening i know this whole episode it's truly uh a lot of bombs uh and maybe a lifestyle change for both of us absolutely we found ourselves (laughs) it might be really hot out here but it might be that birdie higgins is speaking the truth to us I
0: think, I think that's more it. Which
1: I feel bad about because, you know, we listened to his song, um, Son of a Beach, y- years ago. Yes. And we kind of mocked it. Yes. Because we thought it was like a ripoff of Jimmy. Right. And we didn't know the half of it. We had no idea. We were just dumb kids. We were dumb kids. <laughs> and now we know. Now we're boneheads and paired heads. That's right. COVID changes you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're boneheads, Parrotheads, heads, part of No Shirt Nation or No Shoes Nation. No Shoes Nation. I'm um, also part of No Shirt Nation. <laughs> Um, soon to be deadheads. Soon to be deadheads. Well, yep. I'm 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 kind of banned from deadheads. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that guy that was mean to me. You're not allowed back in. Yeah, they didn't like me very much. No, 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 no. Um, so yeah, we're we are fans for hire. I think. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, what's our next
0: song? Maybe the best titled song, ever. In an album ever. <laughs> yeah. It's She's Gone to Live on the Mountain. <laughs> I wonder what it's about. I have no idea. <laughs> Let's give it a listen. She's Gone to Live on Let's the Mountain.
1: Give it a freaking listen. Oh, yeah.
2: Seagull. Jamaica, my sitting on the dark of the blue lagoon, watching the fisherman pull and shout, trying so hard.
0: the visuals on this song all, all of his songs really but this song is so uh, uh, clear yeah yeah. he's he's just he's singing the song he's down on the island he's looking up on the mountain knowing that the love of his life is living up there yeah in the ice and the snow
1: yeah <laughs> I don't think the mountain is on the island I think it's no no somewhere. I think it's in
0: the distance you
1: think it's a? Uh, the- I think
0: it's uh, but I I want to know the geography of where he is yeah I feel like he's, in my mind, he's singing, looking at the mountain. But he's also on a beach. He's also on a beach. So I want to know where in the world this is. But I just
1: want to talk about, topography-wise, the height that it would, the mountain would need to get to. Very high. And Yeah, it's literally like upper mountain crumpet situation, like a Grinch yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> because for it to be a beach and then also to have a mountain that is icy on the top. If you guys know of a beach... That you can stand on and see an icy mountain on, um, let us know. Yes, I, I, I bet it's out there. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's a wide world. Maybe out in uh, Tierra del Fuego or Patagonia, down there. Yeah, yeah. Um The uh, in Argentina, you it's, know, it's got, it's, gotta
0: it's got to exist. It's got to exist. It's got to exist. Also, what I was thinking is uh, all of these songs are one key change away from being an Abbott song.
1: Oh, they're pretty close. Very close. If they did one up, yes, it would just it would just turn into the. Ding! the four swedish people would just pop out of nowhere (laughs) they'd be summoned that's right i love it it's yeah well look this is just truly a nice cool this is like a a decadent island drink like a yeah it's like it's like ordering a mudslide or something (laughs) like it's a thick it's like a milkshake with rum in it oh yeah is what this all of this is it just makes me feel so um contemplative and s- slow <laughs> Every sip
0: goes down smooth Oh my gosh
1: It's the height of luxury This music Yes it is It's beautiful
0: Down to the blue moon Oh yeah We got track nine Track nine Let's give it a listen Here we go
1: Oh This is his living Since Saturday night Exactly right Yeah. That's it. I've burning
2: the Coast Guard St. Pete to St. Croix. Now, freedom is my wager, and smuggling is my game. The cocaine is my pleasure.
0: Woo! <laughs> <So laughs> this is right out there.
2: Insane.
0: Cocaine!
2: <laughs> I don't wanna get busted. This is almost the cliff
1: notes of Jimmy Buffett thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Lord you know I can't be trusted. But hell I can't this stuff. I got a pocket full of money. And I'm pissing it away. <laughs>
1: Oh, my Here we go. Here we go. Woo! Oh, yeah. There's some banter at the end here, too. Yes, there is. channeled his inner Springsteen for this song i mean he channeled his inner everyone <laughs> it's truly there's definitely some buffett in those lyrics there's some Springsteen yep. in that sound there's some buzz skags in that rhythm oh sure there's some uh some 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 frank sinatra in that swagger <laughs> why, why is this song track nine I don't know. Why is this at the very end of the album? I think this is the 11 o'clock number. This is the party time. It's, it's a banger. This is the banger. I mean, it's so good. Also, I didn't get most of that banter. I, didn't, just him I think he was saying hi people. to people. Okay, good. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I think it was just him saying hi.
1: <laughs> Man, I truly, truly uh,
0: love that song. It's so good. He's, he's the king of that place. He is the king of that place. The blue moon. He walks in and everybody stops. Everyone oh, cheers. Oh, my God.
1: And also, this is the kind of thing, this song is the kind of, like, Birdie's clearly the type of person that if he were to have a Facebook right now, he's the kind of person that is like writing on Facebook like, gonna do some cocaine tonight. Does anyone know of a prostitute? Like (laughs) you shouldn't be talking about these things (laughs) so publicly. But I love that he is. Yes.
0: He's just putting it all out there. Yes.
1: This is He's living
0: his life, he's doing his thing.
3: Man.
1: Can you imagine? Would you want to party early eighties in Key Largo? No. Or in the U.S.? <laughs> Knowing me, no. You couldn't do it? I could not you do it. You couldn't hang? Listen,
0: I told you that we stayed up too late last night because we were watching Unsolved Mysteries on <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> my my ideal Saturday night is not going out to a party all in right. Key Largo.
1: All right, all right, all right. I understand. <laughs> it's, I don't know if I'm that kind of guy anymore. Would you? I think if it was three years ago, absolutely. Uh Uh-huh. I think I'd be rocking and freaking rolling. Yes. right now, who knows? Who knows? I mean, after we do these, after I talk to you for an (laughs) hour-ish, I have to go home and sleep. I don't have any stamina for anything. No. (laughs) I don't know what's going on
0: oh man uh, final song track 10 the tropics Ugh. Um, what are your thoughts on this album I mean this
1: was a blast I love this album and I'm probably going to actually listen to some of these songs it's so again. much fun yeah you have another 30 it. minute bike ride back I'm home I'm going to listen to Key Largo on loop on on my uh, bike ride home
0: here's looking at you kid <laughs> uh, yeah
1: so great uh, I'm saying it now please play that um as you lower my um casket into the ground <laughs> at the funeral <laughs> please don't play son of a son of a sailor everyone's gonna want to yes. i want you guys to play Key Largo. Key Largo.
3: oh my god
1: <laughs> i literally just added Largo to this playlist that i have that is like a a years-long playlist that i've put together of like songs that i love uh-huh and Key Largo is officially on there amazing it's a great album i hope we get to speak to pretty again i do too i can't believe we left him a voicemail <laughs> i'm so nervous to ask anyone for anything so this is exciting <laughs> uh and uh, yeah, I mean, thank you for everything you've done, Birdie. I'm yes. sorry for any sort of negativity we put your way. Oh my God, we were so wrong. We were so wrong and so we see wrong. the light now. Absolutely. Ryan, what are your final thoughts? I love
0: it so much. It is so much fun. It's exactly what I wanted out of this album. Um, this was just a joy. And I think, I think it's still true from track one to track 10. This is the true Tully Mars.
1: This is Tully Mars. Especially with this last song when he goes down to the tropics.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So until next time, I am Mayfair Marleybone. I'm St. Charles, Tennessee. Please enjoy this seven minute song that's twice as long as every (laughs) other song on this album. Uh, Have a great week. Bye bye. Meet you at the end. Bye bye. Here it is. This is it. This is so 80s. Oh! Oh!
0: I'm getting Yanni vibes. Alive <laughs> <laughs> at the Acropolis, <laughs> baby. And Charlie Daniels vibes.
2: <laughs> so you've come to the tropics, heard all you had to do. We're sitting in the shade of a coconut blade, the pesos roll into you. They told you that at the border your direction straight. Hear what it did to another kid before you decide your fate, Start It started out to be honest, ruin everything on the square. But a boy can't fool with the golden rule the a crowd that won't play fair. It's a case of winning.